Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. Hello, welcome, welcome back, what it, whichever it is, whether you have been here for the last three years or the last three seconds, I am so excited to have you here. In case you are new, I'm Eden Strader, your host. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach, and now I get to help hundreds and thousands of creatives and photographers like yourself scale their businesses and build beautiful companies that allow them to build beautiful lives, which that's kind of the premise of everything here is that you have a beautiful life outside of your business, which leads me to the most exciting intro ever. Just kidding. It's not actually. However, this intro is going to be short because this is an automation. Um, I practice what I preach, you guys, and I love having a beautiful life outside of my business. And for me personally, the way that manifests is I love kind of like taking my summers off. Like I love being able to just kind of vacation, kind of feel like I did when I was a kid and I had summers off. Obviously, I can't do that completely, but I try to clock out during the summer as much as possible. So what this looks like is minimal new content created. We don't take on any new one-on-one offerings. I just work with my becoming clients and girls, and it's lovely. And so in the honor of taking my summers off and living the Eden Schrader ways, I will not be recording new podcast episodes. So I'm actually really excited because we are going to be revisiting some of our top 10 biggest podcast episodes ever from like the first year and a half, which was a year and a half ago. And that's so insane. I cannot believe the podcast has been here for nearly three years. So each week this summer, you are going to be able to listen to either a podcast episode you haven't heard in over a year and a half, or maybe you've never heard it and you should because there there is a reason why they are in our top 10. So I'm incredibly excited for each day for us to dive into one of these iconic episodes. And you will find links for everything that we're doing, sharing, keeping up with freebies, all of that good stuff, as always in the show notes. And I would love if you came and followed along on Instagram. That's where I'm going to be sharing my summer with you, what I'm doing, what our automations look like, and much more. So I'm excited. I hope you take a page out of my book and you automate some things, you repurpose some things, and you take some of the summer off. I love you guys. I mean it. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. I'm so excited. Today, we have Morgan of InFrames Photography, and she is a Utah-based photographer who finds her calling in electric weddings, couples in love, rad families, and all the good shit in between. Anything that is dripped with a touch of gritty elegance and makes you say, oh yeah, that's the good stuff, makes her heart sing. You can usually find her on a plane, traveling to a different corner of the world, doing what she loves most, and if not, she is usually at home with her three dogs, hanging with the people she loves most, getting a tattoo, or drinking margaritas. Morgan's goal with her photography is to make all feel welcome, seen, and celebrated. So get ready for things to get real and prepare yourselves for a few tears, laughs, and cuss words. Morgan, I'm so excited to have Ah! you on the podcast today. so happy to be here. It's not even funny. (laughs) Hey, you were seriously, when I polled who, like who people wanted to see on the podcast, you were like the most recommended one. Everyone wanted to hear from you. Wow. Your girl's flattered. She's famous. famous. So honored. No, but seriously, that is like crazy to me because I'm like, I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I'm just this person who like is so normal doesn't know anything and then people are like teach us and I'm like I'm literally what do you want me to tell you okay <laughs> so you're it's flattering it's so nice magician okay um, well 
maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I will vouch as someone who's been in front of your lens. Um, yes. But I'm stoked because I was thinking about this as I scheduled this interview with you. We're like friends. And I, we, we met are. The ind- Spoiler alert. <laughs> Surprise. <different>. We are. <laughs> and we like obviously met through the industry, but I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't actually know if we've ever talked about work that much, which is like, yeah weird. I'm like, I actually don't really know that much about how you got started, like what your story is in the industry. Like we talk about work, but we've never really talked about like. It's like the one thing that connected us is like the thing that we know least about each other. And I'm like, oops. And then we start unfolding it and I'm like, we are the same person. It's fine. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Honestly, I was like, wait, how do I know so little about work? So I'm even from a selfish standpoint, so excited <laughs> to have you on the show because I'm like, I want to learn all this stuff because I don't know that much about how you got started. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Like, where did your journey kind of start with photography? Like, how did you end up here? Oh my goodness. It's been such a crazy journey because for me, I was like, this is never the life I intended for myself. Um, it kind of just happened. And so I feel like my story is like very different because it wasn't like I grew up wanting to be a photographer. Like Mm -hmm. that's just like not me. And so um, I've always had like a hobby for photography. Like I've always kind of done like pictures of my sister, (laughs) like pictures of, you know, nature, like going on family. Like they were not good, but my MySpace profile pictures were always bomb.com. And I've always been a selfie queen. So (laughs) um, yeah, I'm like, you're truly... (laughs) Like when I think of selfies, I'm like Morgan, the queen. Yes. I, that's just kind of the extent of like the photography passion I had growing up. Um, my grandpa was a truck driver. And so he shot like a ton of film. Um, he lived in like places like Alaska and stuff like that. And so that was always super interesting to me. And that's like my earliest memory with photography. So I kind of credit him for getting me started and interested in it. Um, I never really took it seriously. Like I said, it was kind of a hobby. Um, My life was kind of planned out for me. Like I was always somebody who growing up, I was like a type A, like very structured person, which is crazy because it's the completely opposite of him now. Yeah. Um, So like, (laughs) I know crazy, right? Um, So like school was like my number one priority. I was like a straight A student. I was super like academically um, motivated and so when I was in high school, um, I started doing like all my college credits. I was going full ride to basically any school I wanted to go to. Um, and my whole life goal was to be a doctor, which what? thinking now, I know, thinking now I'm like, okay, I probably would have been the sickest doctor, but Dude, not me at all. <laughs> you like come into your gynecologist. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. that's what I wanted to do, which is crazy. Um, it's crazy to think that that was my path, but like knowing who I am now, like things do correlate. So it's not that far off. Um, mm-hmm. But I went to school and I just hated, I hated school. I, I was like, it's just competitive. Like this is just how college goes. Like it's not supposed to be this like super fun thing. I wasn't it was partier. I didn't like have a ton of friends. Like it was just like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to just like start my life. And that quickly was like, no, that's not the plan. We have different things in store for you. So I started doing all my classes and I just kept feeling this like overwhelming feeling or calling, if you will, 
to just try something else. It was not my thing. You know, I, I had many nights where I was just like, this is not what I want to do. And I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. And part of me is not being understood. So I switched my majors pretty drastically into <laughs> elementary education with a emphasis in special needs. Cause I've always, always been part of that like community. And I've yeah, always wanted to like that. be a teacher, which is why it makes sense that I love to educate now. But, and so I kind of was like there and it was better, but I still just was like, something is missing. I don't know what it is. I didn't understand it. So I just kept pushing through. Um, and then I met my, <laughs> my first husband. That makes me sound like an oh old widow God. who's like my first husband, which we'll talk about, but I met him in college and my whole life changed. Um, I finally was just like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to be free. Like, it's just, I spent a lot of time with him, which, you know, you're young and you're in love and that's what you want to do. So I kind of just stopped, (laughs) stopped doing school. Like I was just like, this is not, this is not it. But during that time, um, my mom had gotten me a camera for Christmas. And at the time I was like, what a, what a strange gift, but thank you. Um, And I just started picking it up and I would just like shoot my roommates randomly and I would like take them outside. And it was just something we would do after class. And those times I was like, this just feels like me. This feels so good. Like I love creating. And then I would like teach myself editing and it felt so good to like have a creative outlet. And then the more and more I kind of did that, I was like, okay, I need to be doing something creative. It wasn't even like, I'm going to do photography it was like, I just need to be more creative. Like this is such a side of me that's so important. I need to cater more to it. And so photography just kind of was at the forefront of that. And, um, I fell into it pretty hard within like the first couple of months. And from me switching to being like, I just need to be creative. It was like, no, I need to be a photographer. Um, I had, you know, idols that I had followed on Instagram, people, I mean, we were looking for like wedding photographers and stuff ourselves Mm because we had talked about getting married. And so I kind of got into that realm and I found, you know, one of my idols who is still just like so important to me today. Her name is Jessica Janae. She, I just looked at her work and I was like, holy crap, like she's doing everything I wish I could ever do, but I just like don't know how. And so I actually reached out to her for a mentor session um, and it changed my life. Like I credit so much of like at the beginning of my success to her um, and her knowledge. So mentored with her. And then within the year of like being with her, I was like taking on clients and shooting weddings and (laughs) doing all of this crazy stuff. I had a studio, like it was insane and it went by so fast and I just... I felt like it was where I needed to be. And so I just like trusted the process and got married and just started shooting like a ton. And then I went full time like the year after I got married. So, okay. Literal. We're just twins. It's fine. I know. Um, Right. Literally we're the same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So how long have you been full time now? I have been full time for almost seven years. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's, I know that's so long. It goes so like, freaking fast. I know next year is seven. So wow. Okay. Freaking we'll crazy. Birthday party for in the frames. Birthday. I'm like, everyone's invited, but please don't come to my house. We'll just celebrate. from. 
virtually, just on Zoom. Virtual party. <laughs> yeah. Virtually. So seven years. Crazy to say that. I'm like, how has it been seven years? Like, I still feel like I'm learning things every day that I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been so sure. long. That's the beauty of it, though. I feel like it's always learning things. So, um, mm-hmm. but okay. So you got married a year later. You go full time. Um, what has that evolution look like over seven oh my years? Gosh. What? How have things changed? How have things evolved? So I guess that's just kind of where we jump into this crazy story. It's, <laughs> it's quite into, long, kids. Into your business. <laughs> I'm like, here's my whole life story. You ready? No. Um, it was crazy. I was listening to the first episode of this podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get on and we're going to talk about the exact same things because we literally have like the very same story. I feel like it's very different, but so similar. Yeah. Um, so I think if anybody can relate to this, it would be you. So I'm glad that oh, we're talking yeah. about this. <laughs> um, so my ex-husband, who I'll start off by saying is a wonderful person. Um, we're still very good friends. We just kind of got married when we were literal children. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody here is from Utah, you kind of get the culture. You, you know, you, you get married quickly and you do it young. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not abnormal to do that. And so we just kind of felt like we were doing the right thing and we just grew up and we grew apart and we grew into totally different people. We learned a lot from each other, but it was just like when we decided that we wanted to be done, it was out of a mutual respect and love for one another. I love that. And yeah, it was, I feel very lucky and grateful and not to say that it wasn't hard, but it was definitely a lot easier than I feel like most, like we literally went out to dinner to celebrate after, like, it's not, we Wait, still have like a amazing. beautiful relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's really great. He's a great guy. So I don't ever want people to think that like he was awful or anything. We mm-hmm. just weren't compatible humans. Just not it. He, yeah. No, no one. Um, so anyway, we started dating when in college, like I said, he played football. I obviously did not. Um, so his life was very, <laughs> you're like, I felt the need to clarify that. played football in college. That's how we met. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a college football star. No. <laughs> D1. Um, I, D1, baby. Our lives were so different. Um, And so I was the one who worked full-time, go to school full-time. I was trying to do photography all on the same thing. Um, You know, a lot of the financial responsibility for our lives that we wanted to create fell onto me, um, which ended up translating into me paying for a majority of everything, Mm -hmm. um, which was a lot. And so it was kind of this, I don't want to say like pressure, but it was kind of like this undiscussed or wow, that's not a real word. It was kind of this like goes without saying like you have to create a life that supports two people. Yeah. Um, so the beginning stages of my full time were not this like glorious, like I'm coming into this creative world to create art and to do all. No, it was like, I got to do this and I got to figure out how to be good at it from an early standpoint, because if this is what I want to do, I have to make a living doing it. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, didn't start with the bad intentions, I guess, because I feel like you have to really respect the creative process and you have to, you know, be very like kind to yourself and you have to be able to accept your learning curves and and know that you're not going to be good at everything from the beginning. And that was kind of the burden that I put on myself as it was like, 
you have to do this and you have to be really good at it because if you don't, you're not going to be able to do this and you're going to work a nine to five and you're going to hate your life. Yep. So, um, that was kind of the start of everything. I dove in headfirst, just working full time. Like I worked a normal job, um, at the beginning of our marriage and then was trying to do photography on the side. And it just kind of became something that was like, I lost a little bit of passion in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When like money so, is the driving force. Yeah. I think which, was in the beginning. Mm-hmm, and I just never wanted that to be the reason that I did what I did. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of focused more on my job and it, you know, created a good savings and, and made sure that we were taken care of because I had a goal for myself that like, hopefully by the year mark, I'll be able to just do photography. Um, which lucky enough to say that goal was achieved, but it did not come without so much like sacrifice and hardship. Mm -hmm. And so kind of when I went full time, it was just kind of this thing that I had just been doing. Like it, it wasn't this like, Oh, I love my job. I did love what I did. Like I loved what I did. Um, but it wasn't something that was super fulfilling because like we were saying earlier, like money was the driving force. It was like Mm -hmm. survival. Um, and you talked about that on your first episode is like survival is never like a good place to thrive. Um, so I was just kind of doing what I needed to do and I was, you know, I found my good niche. I was like right there. What I was doing was working. So I kind of kept it there for a long time. Um, and then when things started to change within my marriage, um, it kind of built a lot of resentment to my business because it was like, I'm the one who is, you know, taking care of us financially. I'm the one who's paying for everything. I'm the one who's working my ass off. And I'm over here just like trying to be this understanding wife who's like, I get that you have dreams and your job is crazy. Like he would be gone for 12 hours at a time, you know, and Mm -hmm. traveling every weekend and games were his life. And I had to respect that. I knew that going into the marriage, but it got to a point where I was like, okay, well, football's over. So (laughs) he suffered an injury that kind of ended his career and that was super hard for him mentally. And so I was like, I will give you some time, like work through it. I'm here to help you, but I need you to get a job. (laughs) Yeah. And this poor dude had never like worked a day in his life. You know, he straight out of high school went into this scholarship and played and it was definitely such a change, but that's kind of when things started to change. Um, We didn't really understand how to help each other. And so we kind of just built space between us to try and take care of ourselves. We were both in survival mode, but we weren't doing it together. Yeah. In Um, different ways. Yeah. And so I just channeled a little bit of that resentment, I think. And that was kind of the driving force for a little while, but there was just this time I, I literally just woke up one day and I was like, I hate what I'm doing. I hate this life. I hate this routine. It's draining. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had just gotten a job. And so I was like, okay, like a little financial burden off of me. This is great. I'm going to start doing something for myself. I'm going to do, you know, a styled shoot, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. And I started taking a little bit of time for myself and putting my energy into things that made me happy within photography, because that was just my escape. That was what made me happy. And I needed to take the power back over it and 
you know, try to run a successful business and get better at that. And I knew it was kind of like this reality just like slapped me across the face of like, what you're doing is working, but it's killing you. Like it's draining you. Yeah. You're losing your passion. You're losing who you are. Like, and the work showed, you know, it was like, Mm -hmm. I went through this time where it was like, my work was just like, (laughs) and I was just like being, I was okay with like being mediocre and that's never been me ever. And so it was kind of that wake up call of like, why have I made this okay for myself? This is not who you are, like figure it out. And so I kind of like started putting my energy into other things. And as soon as I did that, I felt this like, like huge relief of like, okay, okay, I can do this. And literally like things changed. I started diving back into education and learning about how to run a successful business, not only from an artistic standpoint, but from a financial standpoint and a legal standpoint and doing all of that was so crazy because I was like, I have really just been holding myself back. And so once I did that, I was like, okay, you're like, I don't have an option. If I'm going to do this, I need to do it right. And I started taking my energy back and I just started putting it all into my business at the time I was like that's what I need to do to have a successful business yeah my poor subconscious was like girl you need to fill your own cup you need to like be okay with like who you are but I was like no it's okay I can just run a successful business so the first couple years were were hard and they taught me a lot that I look back now on and I'm like oh okay like it came with you know this resentment without passion and then it turned into like putting all of my energy into the business. And that's all I was focused on. So there was kind of, it was like, there was no gray area. It was like black or white. And Mm -hmm. that ended up just not being very stable. Um, Yeah. It's hard to maintain that stable. So did everything else in my life. (laughs) And um, yeah, that kind of led to the, you know, the crumbling of a marriage and you know social life and mm-hmm. a business that looked like it thrived but it was doing it in the wrong ways and everything kind of just came to an end <sighs> and I was just so tired and I was like all right I guess that's it and um I really I mean during that time of me realizing how tired I was I was the busiest I've ever been um, yeah, I feel like that's I always the most how money it goes. I ever had, and at the time, and I was like, things are fine. Like it's just hard running a business. Like right, it's it's hard to run a business by yourself, and I would justify things, and and then it all you know kind of came to a to a head, and it was like, all right, this is your life, and it's crumbling. What are you going to do about it? So Jeez. got to that point. Yeah, which, which it always um, does. Really had to figure out what to do from there and what that looked like. And ultimately led me to a lot of self work. Um, we hadn't necessarily divorced yet. We were just kind of going through like the trying time, you know, like we're just going to try to make this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that, it was a lot of like therapy for me and we never did like anything together, but it was just like, I need to do some self-work and bless therapy. Can we just talk about how our therapists are like the best people 
have Honestly, ever existed in this entire I, world. Um, I just ended, I just started with the new therapist. And when I ended with my last one, she was the one that like I had been with for like 10 months. I started seeing her with my ex. Like we, I feel like she saw and like held my hand through like some of the worst times of my life. And I was like, Jen, I couldn't have done this without you. (laughs) Like, I was just like, I feel like you have guided me through my whole, like the biggest part of my life. Like bless therapists, dude. They're doing God's work. Bless them. I literally need to send mine a fruit basket after this. Um, I, yeah, no therapy was like, oh, it was like, it's like that reality check that you didn't know you needed you knew it was coming but you didn't know how hard it would hit you mm-hmm. um so that happened and I started doing a lot of like self-work um I learned some things about my mental health that I didn't really necessarily ever talk about or was aware of and I learned a lot about like my personality type and what I needed from somebody and what I needed in order to feel fulfilled and what I could give people and what you know she taught me the empty cup thing, you know, it's like, what are you getting back from all of this stuff that you're doing? Just had this huge reality check and it seriously, like it shifted everything. And it was like this kind of like self-healing because, you know, we were like, let's, let's work on this together. And we just, we weren't in it. It was so like, it was like one-sided on each side. We were both like, we're doing all of this, but we weren't actually doing anything. We were just like, self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, we we were doing our own thing. We were on our own paths for probably like a year and a half. We were just like roommates. Like we like lived together, but we weren't like intimate, like nothing. Like we would be like, hey, hey, how are you? Good. Did you pay the bill? Yeah. How'd the dogs do? Good. Are you going out of town this week? Like it was so roommate situation. And I was like, okay. So during that time, because I just wasn't getting anything out of my relationship, I was like, I'm going to create a relationship with myself that is so long overdue. Um, and I started to do a lot of self-work and that literally changed my business like completely, like a full 180. I was like, wow, like I've been doing this, you know, like by this time it had been like almost two years of me like doing this business full time. And I'm like, I'm just doing it wrong. And so it was almost like I had to start over, but I liked it because it was coming from, it was like a rebirth of not even just like my business, but it was my business and myself and realizing how hand in hand those two things go together. And it was just like this crazy moment of me being like, Oh, Oh, that right. Um, I love that. And it literally, it it all changed and it was the most beautiful thing that's ever come out of my business is doing that shift and making this huge leap of like, I don't know if you want to call it like a huge leap of faith or like just being like, okay, like this is it. I finally feel like I understand that a business is not just like a piece of paper. It's who you are. It runs from our souls and from our hearts and from our brains. Like it's so intertwined with who we are as people that I was like, okay, like I get it now. It was that switch of like, aha, there it is. I love that. Oh, it was the most like relieving 
thing of my entire life. And oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how grateful I am that that happened at the time it did because it allowed me to keep myself busy and to keep myself, you know, feeling like I had this escape, but it wasn't something, it wasn't like a crutch. It yeah, was in like a beautiful way, in a purposeful yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was this thing that I loved. It was like my baby, you know, it was like little tiny little thing that I was just like, we're restarting and we're going to just like reshift everything. And I'm okay with that. And with that came, you know, like the ideal clients and the brand recognition and the success and the, you know, money came from that, but it wasn't money that I was surviving on. It was, it was just literally the most amazing thing. And I did that and really focused on creating it from who I was and from my soul and focused on that. And then, you know, I, I kind of did that for like a year and a half. And then we finally decided to call everything quits. And after that, I was like, yes, like I'm going to just be so happy. And it was actually really difficult. Like I was a lot, it was like a lot harder than I expected it to be, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but still I felt like my business was at a really good place and I was just super stoked that I could finally focus and, and be selfish with it and just to like have my time. And like, I had my own space and I could create from like such a healthy place and did so much work and yeah, it was great. So from like all this, like awesome self-work that you were doing, which I know like everyone's always doing self-work, right. But where you were doing it in such a concentrated manner and like period what do you feel like I'm trying to think of like how to phrase this what did you what was like your biggest lesson you learned about yourself and how do you feel like that manifested in your business too oh my gosh (laughs) there's so many things that just like came to my head but the biggest one would probably just be like seriously when I tell you like I didn't understand who I was at all because who I was was invested in another person Mm -hmm. like it was like people would ask me like, Oh, like who, what, who I like, what are you married? And I just be like, yeah, I'm a wife. And like, that was my identity. And so learning my identity, I think was like the biggest thing that manifested all of the successes that came in my business. So like learning that I'm not super type A, like I thought I was growing up and learning that I'm actually extremely introverted. And when I thought I was completely extroverted and learning like little things like that, that kind of were like the bones of who I was kind of translated into like the bones of how I wanted to run a business. And I feel like just learning my identity was the biggest thing that manifested so many like little things that came to like the success of building up that new business. Ooh, I love that. That's, I think that is something that's so interesting about getting married young and divorced young is Mm -hmm. that I felt the same when I left my marriage as I was like, oh, there's all these things that I thought were core personality traits <laughs> that <Yeah>. aren't now. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, those things just like became core personality traits in that relationship. And I had thought they'd been there the whole time. And I guess they're not like, it's so mm-hmm. fascinating to see you make that adjustment. Um, so out of curiosity, cause I want to know too, is there was such a huge stylistic change for you. And I don't remember when it was. I know it was yes. like a couple of years ago. What 
was that around the same time? Like what prompted that? Cause you have such a distinct and unique style that like I could pick your photos out of a lineup. Like you have <laughs> such an individualistic style and voice. Like, and I know that's why so many people want to learn from you, educate from you, like hear from you. Like, so was that at the same time or what kind of prompted that? Yeah, no, thank you. First of all, that's so nice of you to say. Um, I think it's really similar to kind of my last answer is when I first started, it was survival mode, right? Mm -hmm. It was looking at everything that was like digestible content on social media or Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest. And I felt like I needed to create that in order to be successful. Um, and it just was not, I mean, I, the work was beautiful. The clients were amazing. I mean, it was there. It just wasn't who I was. And so I think it's really similar to like when I learned my identity and what actually made me feel something, it was like, this is not it, sis. Like I'm not your typical, like candid, like laughy photographer. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not me. Yeah. And I learned that when I started learning more about myself. Um, and so it was kind of taking like this new person that I had become, you know, this kind of like. I'm going to get a ton of tattoos and I'm going to just be me and I'm going to be bold and I'm going to be loud and I'm not going to apologize for my voice. Um, and I'm going to be successful and I'm, and I'm going to show people that I can do this and you can do it in a very different way. And so I think when my identity started to shape a little more, my style really changed. It was, I was filling a cup, you know, it was yeah. what made me feel something what makes me invested in the work that I'm doing and all of the priorities that I thought I had for my work had completely shifted, completely changed, like total opposite. And so it was just kind of like during that rebuild of the business, the whole image of the business and stylistic changes happened then. So yeah, I mean, it was definitely around the same time. I love that. And so Oh, I have so many questions. I feel like my brain just was like, I... here we go. Here's a million. <laughs> um, Anything. First, first, I would love to know from your experiences, how your business has gone, how it's developed alongside your personal life. Like what advice would you give to people who not necessarily are even in the same situation, but like where you're saying like, find yourself in order to find your business. What are like what would you suggest? Like, what should people do in order when to like find their identity? And like, is there certain things you did? I mean, therapy is always the one I say. I'm like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on top of that, like, what are some of the like core things that you did for yourself in order to help yourself really find out who you are, both personally and like artistically? That's such a like a deep question. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> Therapy is huge. I learned literally so much about myself, but like little things started to happen. I feel like this is all going to sound so weird. Um, obviously I can't tell anybody how to find themselves. Like you kind of, it's like a yeah. personal journey, but I can tell you like little things that helped me that you might not have thought of. Um, this is going to sound so weird, but like when he moved out, I redecorated my house. I find a lot of inspiration in like interior design. And so I started creating a space that felt like myself, that felt like me. It wasn't a joined, it wasn't, or it wasn't like a combined space. It wasn't like me and another person. It was just mm -hmm. my space. 
And so I feel like that really helped. Um, I no, started, I love it so much. Yeah, it's super weird, but like, I really loved that. And no, I think that's like your space needs to be so safe. And like, if yes. you can put yourself in your space and like make it a reflection of you, then you're able to be so much more yourself. I think like Absolutely. I felt like when I moved and I redecorated my apartment and it was like the first time because I got married so young. It was like the first time in my adult life I had to like have my own space. And it was like an emotional experience to like yeah. have a space that was me. Yeah. I mean, it was, I literally wanted to start over completely. So he took like all the furniture and I was just like, oh my gosh, I got to be like an adult and go buy a couch. Like, this is crazy. And I have the money to do this. And I have like this, it was almost like this power that I was just like, I'm literally recreating um, an entire life and it's all based around me. (laughs) I love it. And I just loved being selfish for the first time in so long. I was able to be selfish in a healthy way. I tell people all the time, there is nothing wrong with being selfish when it comes to like taking care of yourself. Obviously don't like step on other people. Don't be an asshole. There's like a very like fine line between being like, a selfish asshole and just being like a selfish, healthy human. And I had to find that line, you know, and I feel like once I started taking the power back in my life, like things really started to show themselves. I am a big believer in like, well, I wasn't until this like self journey. It was like, I'm such a huge believer in like manifestation and the universe and abundance and, you know, crystals. And I started like tapping into like, I call it my witchy side, which I don't even feel like a lot of people know this about me, but I love crystals. I like talk to them. I talk to my plants. Like <laughs> I love that. I'm totally like that person and like learning about, you know, manifestation practices and abundance really kind of helped me too, because I feel like the universe would show me little things that I needed to know about myself and like really roundabout ways, like buying a couch. So it's just like little things like that that really kind of helped me to thrive in the shift that I was making. I love that. No, I think that selfishness has Mm -hmm. got such a negative connotation when it shouldn't, right? Like kind of like what you said, like selfishness at the expense of others Mm -hmm. should have a negative connotation, but selfishness in general is like kind of a beautiful thing. Like why have you read Untamed by Glennon Doyle? I haven't. Okay. Everyone needs to read it. It's the best book ever, but she has this part where she talks about how women have like been described, like the most attainable thing for women is to be selfless. Like that's what we're supposed to be as women, especially as like selfless. And she talks about like how awful is it and like how wrong is it that like we are taught that the best thing we can ever do is lose ourselves. Like why is that what we're attaining to? Like it's taking care of yourself is such a beautiful thing because you can live a life that's so much fuller and like capable of giving to other humans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was raised in a religion that women were less than and the whole point of your life is to like serve your spouse and have babies and, you know, be quiet and listen and be selfless. And there's nothing wrong with like having selfless tendencies, but like sure, completely lose yourself is just 
not me. And I did that for so long. Um, not even like in a direct way, like it was on like a subconscious level that when I did start doing my self work, like I'm so about like that raw feminine power of being a woman. I'm like, hell yeah. I love being a woman because I know how powerful I am. And I learned that. And I feel like that really changed my business too, is it was like, I am not going to live by the expectations that are given to women by others who are not women. (laughs) I guess that would leave men, but I didn't want to like say that. And you know, I, I was like, well, screw that. I want to do it my way. So it's, I mean, so many beautiful things came from that kind of breaking out of the norm that was set for us from such a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, that was like such a random tangent. I'm so sorry, but I'm so passionate about that, that I'm like, it's such a huge part of like who I am now. And I feel like that really came from the struggle. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that so much. I think that's so powerful. Um, okay. So my other question was you're in a totally different stage of life. Now you're engaged to an angel man. Um, (laughs) He's so sweet. I just he's amazing. Yeah. Every time, the few times I've met him when I do, I'm like, you're just the sweetest <laughs> human ever. Um, how has that affected your business? Like, obviously, you photograph like life and love so much, and you're in mm. such a beautiful stage of life with such an awesome human being. Do you feel like that has manifested in your business as well or changed things? Yes. Um, I feel like that's such a rabbit hole of a question. Um <laughs> And we can totally go into this. Um, It's kind of like crazy to talk about for the first time. But yes, I have this amazing relationship. Keenan is the most amazing human. I'm so grateful for him. Like we are, (laughs) everyone who meets him is like, "Um, you guys are literally the complete opposite. Like he's the super quiet, like observant, like gentle yes. person. And I'm like, woo, all the time, like go, go, go. But we just, we thrive so well. And it definitely has made a huge change in my business. I feel like experience of any kind really kind of pours into your work. Um, and I, you know, I, I feel like it's super cheesy to say that I love love, but I didn't for a very long time, or at least the idea of what I thought love was or had to be that when I saw it, it was like seeing it with brand new eyes. When I would look at people, I'd be like, I hope that they feel what I feel, you know, like, cause it's such an awakening, like beautiful thing that is so freeing. Um, and it's just, it definitely has changed my work. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a lot more emotionally invested in it. I, not to say that I wasn't, but I just, think that people in love are super great. <laughs> and no, I, just, I love that. My whole like expectation of what love had to be changed. So my view on love changed. So my view of people in love changed and human connection just in general really changed. And so, yeah, it was like looking at the world through a whole new perspective. And it was so cool to watch it unfold within my work. That's so, uh beautiful. I'm like chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was, it was definitely hard, you know, in between my marriage, I was in a extremely abusive relationship. Um, and I didn't think that love existed. 
And so it kind of like during that time, my work, like it just was very different. Like it was just, I found beauty in pain, which is really interesting because you, you are so blind to it. Um, but like looking back, it was such like a, it was almost like I found an escape in that love, like of my couples that I was like, oh, it can happen. It just, it gets better and it, you know, it does this and, and it wasn't. And so it was like, I've had very many perspectives and views on the concept of love. And it wasn't until I've been in a healthy relationship, you know, and have this amazing person that I've seen it in like this light and it's really transformed my work. I think that's so beautiful. I'm like, no, I'm like trying not to cry. I'm like, keep it together. No, (laughs) I think that's so beautiful and so powerful. And like, I think, I think that I'm sure you learned so many, like looking back so many beautiful things through all these hard things that you've gone through. But I think it's so beautiful that you're in this period of like extreme light and love and to like see that. I think it's so powerful too, to like give that to your couples because you see them so differently. Yeah. It's, I definitely like don't regret any of like my experiences that I've gone through because it's taught me so much about myself and my work. And, you know, like I said, I've had so many views and different perspectives on what love is that like, it's allowed me to kind of reach different corners of like my artistic vision that I don't think I would have gotten to without those experiences. So I'm like very grateful, even though it was hard. Like I'm so grateful that I've gone through all of that because now like being in a healthy relationship, knowing what I've been through, being a divorcee at a young age, like all of that, like has taught me so much that I'm like, without that, I would not be as successful or who I am today. Ugh. Just slow clap for <laughs> slow clap for that. I know yeah. I think that's so powerful. And I think that's such a beautiful perspective to have and shows like a real I think that's when you can see that you've done so much like in general that people have done self-work or that they've really made so much effort to heal is when you can look back on experiences like this and be grateful yeah. for them, even if they were super shitty. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that's the goal, right? Is to get yeah. to a place where maybe you're not happy it happened because I don't think anyone's ever like happy traumatic things oh, happen, no. but, but grateful that they've led you like where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I think it's just all about, you know, not to say that it's just like easy to be like, oh, I've had this trauma and I'm just going to find the beauty in it. Because I had days where I was like, oh, screw everyone. Yeah. Like I don't like this. I don't, it's not easy. You know, there's days where you can't get out of bed and there's days where your brain tells you some pretty nasty things and you just, I'm not like discrediting others experiences. Like by just being like, no. it's so beautiful on the other side. Cause I still have days where I'm like, like dude, what? Screw that shit. Like this is stupid. Yeah. Um, but it's like finding the beauty in those moments takes a lot of work and I'm still not like a hundred percent there. And I don't, I think it takes a lot of time. So I just, like, my biggest thing when I would go through like that is I would just, like, be very gentle with myself and, like, be very patient and know that, like, healing is so much more than just, like, I feel good today and it's a good day. I must be healing. Oh, it's such a journey. (laughs) so hard, but it's so worth it. And I'm still going through it. So, like, 
don't ever feel like you're alone or you're doing something wrong because you're not just like, it's so beautiful. Like, no, your feelings are super valid and just know that like healing is such a journey and there are days where it's wonderful and there are days where it's a cold bitch and it's all the days in between. So just, you know, be patient with yourselves because I've had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. No, I think that's the perfect way of putting it. Like every day you can just do your best. And some days my best is literally just taking core out to go to yes. the bathroom. Sometimes and that's my the best. best is like ordering DoorDash and not being able to get out of bed to go get it. But at least I tried, right? Yeah, like there- we got, that's the best we could do that day. And that's okay. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's all right. Um, okay. So one, no, I'm not going to say last question because I'll probably have like one more, <laughs> but obviously like your personal life has impacted your business so much. Do you feel like there is a lesson that your business has like taught you about yourself personally? Yes. <laughs> um, it definitely, you know, I've been in the survival mode. I've been in like the thriving mode and I feel like my business has taught me in like a weird roundabout way, it's taught me consistency. Like it holds me accountable, you know, and you have clients that you have to tend to, and you have deadlines that you have to make and you have, you know, finances that need to be in order. And it's, it's really taught me how to be accountable. And it's kind of been like a little bit of a saving grace because even on the bad days, like I still have to be a business owner, even on the bad days, like I still have clients who rely on me for a lot of things. And it's definitely taught me a balance for sure. Like, cause back in the day, like when I would have a bad day, it was like, Oh, I'm just going to ignore it, push it under the rug, add it to the list and we'll just move on. But now it's like, if I know that I'm having like a bad day, I will set like a small goal for myself of like, just respond to emails. Like you can do that. Like just respond to an email, like just do one thing. So it's almost kind of like, it's given me this accountability of having to set a goal for myself every day because like I said, even on bad days, like I'm still a business owner. So in a weird way, it's taught me balance, a lot of balance. That's amazing. I think that's, yeah, that's such a good perspective. And so I'm like, I've never even thought about it that way, but it's so (laughs) true. It's made, it's made me a much more responsible human. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So what's next for you? Like what's next for in frames photography? What are you doing now? Where do you see yourself going? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm at such a cool point where I've created the brand. I have the brand trust. Like I have the most amazing clients. Like I feel so comfortable in my style that it's just like, how do we keep getting better? Um, I really want to put a lot of my energy into education and speaking. I have a lot of like speaking and get, well, I did before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, but lots of like education. I want to give back to my community. I feel like I've learned so much through so many others and I've gotten to where I am from amazing educators and I just want to keep doing that. Um, so lots of education. I want to really, really I'm just trying to keep, I just want to keep heightening the experience that I want to give to my clients. So just a lot of changes like that. I think just getting to a point where it just keeps getting better and better and allowing myself to know that I'm constantly growing and that I don't want to become stagnant or like comfortable with where I'm at. Cause like right now I'm like super happy with it, but it's like, I'm the kind of person who's like, 
well, how do we elevate this? Yeah. So yeah. just a lot of like growth personally. I want to keep, you know, self-help or I want to keep doing a lot of like self-healing and seeing where that leads me and just keep opening up to lots of whatever the universe needs to show me and whatever my business needs to do. I'm just going to trust it and just keep going. Oh, that's, that's it. I freaking, yeah. (laughs) I think that's the one. Um, one. I love it. Okay. So to close out, I, we always ask this, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And it doesn't need to be related to what you've talked about today. It can be literally anything, but just whatever first comes to your mind, what is the best piece of advice anyone's given you? Oh my goodness. My brain just was like, I have 7 million things to say. (laughs) Um, But honestly, I think the thing that has stuck with me through my entire life is like knowing you will not always be everyone's cup of tea. You will, you can do your very best and someone's still not going to like you or what you do. And so for me, it's all about keeping your cup full, pouring into things that return to you and that make you happy and fulfill who you are and being comfortable with coming home to yourself. And what I mean by that is just like being happy with who you are as a person and just making sure that you know, you put yourself first. That's just kind of, you know, I've, I talked about being selfish. I'm all about it. So that's just always been something that's helped me and, and gotten me through life. And I just feel like that is the biggest advice I could give anybody. That's the best advice. I need, everyone needs that advice. I think I'm like, I need that advice every day. We all do. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Okay. So where can people find you? Tell us all your handles, all the things. I am just in frames photography on everything. Um, com on Insta. I don't have a Twitter because I cannot for the life of me figure it out. But <laughs> in frames on everything. That's just where I'm at. Perfect. And we'll link all that in the show notes. Morgan, thank you so much. This was thank like you. so beautiful and powerful. And <laughs> I loved hearing more about your story so much. I know so many people will gather and like obtain so much knowledge from this. So thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me and for creating this platform. It's, I'm just so stoked. Oh, I just love you. Okay. And thank you you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys listening in today and we will see you next time. Bye.